Hey, and welcome to Vibing with Vi, with your host, Violet Mitzi. Now let's vibe. Hi, Vibers. Thanks for tuning in to part two of Confidence and Mindset Coaching. Enjoy. How do you build trust with your clients? If they're people that maybe don't know you, you know, if it's like myself coming to you, like I've already built sort of a relationship with you. So I feel very comfortable having open candid conversations, regardless of if it's personal life or, or whatnot. So when you're, you know, getting new clients and, and you haven't built that sort of relationship, what kind of tools do you use to build that trust? So there's a few things, um, specifically with the way that I coach and the way that the industry is, is I do a lot of my connecting and my promoting online. So that's like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, that kind of stuff. So one of the easiest, I shouldn't say easiest, but one of the most accessible ways to build trust is, is to be vulnerable. So to talk about experiences that I've gone through, where I've been able to take what I'm teaching and show how how I developed it, where I applied it in my life, where that came from. And that involves a sense of vulnerability because a lot of times I'm talking about things that I have personally struggled through, whether that's as a business owner or whether that's as just a basic human being with like people in my life, like my parents or, you know, family members or things like that. And I feel like that is really crucial to building trust because it does show people one, what I'm about and why my values are the way they are. But it also shows that I'm not like, I read a book about this once and now you should do it. Like it, it shows like where, where it was developed, why it was developed. It's building the authority of like, I've done this. I've, I've had to work through these problems and that's how I know that this is a successful way to get this done. So that's a way that builds trust. And then of course, like anytime that I can share successes. So if I have permission to share like a client success or even times that like, cause again, this is something I've liked to do for a while. So even if there's times where I helped a friend through something and I'm like, Hey, can you, can I talk about that one time that we did X, Y, Z and this worked for you. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is beta testing. So that's just where I take like my courses or my programs or my whatever and I just put it out to a beta test. Like I'm looking for four people to run through this group. And that's what I did in the beginning with that um, course that I wrote that I will probably turn into a book is I, I found a couple people. I found a good list uh, actually through my partner's sister. Again, she helped me email it out so that they weren't just all my friends who would like give me nice <laughs> feedback. <laughs> and we sent it all out and I got all the feedback from that. So I had that social proof. And I also had People were like, hey, I thought this was great, but I didn't love this. And being able to work that in builds trust as well. I mean, not with that person specifically, because I wasn't looking to convince them, but it builds trust with the public because they can then look at what I'm doing and being like, oh, I relate to this or this makes sense or okay, she's experienced or has talked about an experience that I've had in the past. And that builds a connection, even with somebody who I've maybe never spoken to, they can watch the videos or read the subject matter and build that trust and that connection by proxy, essentially. Yeah, you said vulnerability. Oh my God, I can't even say the word. That, uh, word, but, yeah. <laughs> that word. But definitely your relatability. Like I have watched 
many of the things that you've posted. And I remember laughing the one day because you're posting stuff about boundaries and setting boundaries. And then like a couple days later, you posted something being like, and I didn't set my own boundaries. And this is why you set your boundaries. And, and it made me laugh only for the fact that I'm like, that's so relatable, like somebody being like, do this and do that. And then, you know, get, being able to give the advice, but not always remember to take it yourself, because I know I do that. I do that personally all the time. So it's just that kind of real relatability where I'm like, yeah, people can relate to that because they do that on their own or like they do things and then you know, kind of go back on it unintentionally or not mindful of the fact that they're like, oh yeah, I'm telling everybody not to do this while I'm doing the exact same thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. And it happens all the time. And like you said, like admitting that is huge because if you do it and never cough up to it, that's shitty. But if you do it and you come forward and you're like, I, I preach about this all the time and I totally didn't do it. Like you said, like that builds uh, relatability and trust. And it, it like, we're, I'm human, you're human. Everybody that I work with is human. So like having that base level human connection, just it, it opens the the channels up for so much more sharing. And I know I use the word connection already, but connection, like it allows people yeah. to feel a little bit more like they're in my space and they're not just people on the other side of the screen that I'm hoping get what I'm saying or that I just hope pay me, which is like, you know, the nice bonus working for free doesn't help me always. So, you know, but that's not the point. The point is to connect and to help people. And so showing how it applies to my life or how sometimes I don't apply it to my life is really crucial. I love it. All right. So I have just three more questions that I want to ask you, and then we're going to play a fun game of this or that. So I'll get into it. So any tips that you can give somebody that is potentially looking for a life coach on, you know, maybe the best way to select or forums on how to find them? I I know TikTok, Instagram and stuff is is pretty big, but I don't know if you utilize anything else uh, that maybe you can add. Yeah. So there's a lot like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook are probably the three biggest and honestly, whichever platform you're the most comfortable on is where I would advise you stay. Like if you're totally a Facebook person, don't drown yourself in Instagram to try and find a coach because in, like you'll find the people each platform. And I'm sure you know all about all about this with what, like with what you do, but each platform has its own like flavor. And yeah. so if you're an Instagram person, you'll probably vibe best with a coach who works best on Instagram because there's a reason that they're on that platform. Same with if you're like a super Instagram person or like an influencer type person, you'll probably do better with an influencer type Instagram type coach. That's not across the board. Like I'm on Instagram and by no means am I like an influencer type person. I just am not, I'm just not, but you'll, I think you'll find your breed a little bit more <laughs> on your, your platform of choice. So first of all, start there. And then the, the big important things are making sure that they're going to align with your values that you like what they have to say and that they seem actionable. And I don't even necessarily mean you like what they have to say in the sense of like, Oh, they talk a lot about the things I want. So I'm going to pay them and get those things because at the end of the day, your results are your responsibility. Like I'm not saying that as a coach, I can just back off and be like, "Mm, too bad, figure it out. (laughs) But you have to want to do the work. So if you're working with a coach, And they've said things that you fundamentally are like, well, I don't want to do that. Or that's not something that I would enjoy in my life. Like if you're speaking with a coach who's like, well, to get your goals, you're going to have to grind all day, every day and go out and be a door to door salesman. And you're an introvert. Like 
that's probably not your coach. That's probably not your jam. Same with if you're on with somebody who is an influencer type person and that's really not your jam, they're probably not the coach for you. That being said, I really want to cautious caution against completely going with a coach where you're like, this person is the exact same as me. Because if your goal is to grow, you need to expose yourself to people who are not the exact same as you. Like the coach that I'm currently working with right now is this adorable, like blonde, bubbly, loud, chatty girl who doesn't say swear words and doesn't like, literally, I'm not entirely sure you could get more opposite than me. But that was why I chose to work with her because her values were the same as mine. But as a person, she was so different that I knew there was things I could learn from her. And so that's where you have to have that intersection of them being a stretchy fit for you. But somebody who has distinctly mentioned that they do what you want in the sense of like, don't hire a business coach if you're looking for fitness results. Right. And then somebody who's going to be stretchy that you can learn from them, but not so stretchy that you think you're going to hate it the entire time. I wouldn't ever work with somebody who encouraged like a heavy, you know, grind where it was like, don't stop all the time, never rest because I'm anti burnout. I'm anti pushing through your boundaries like that. So that, that kind of coach wouldn't align with me. So you want to check that you want to check that they align with your core values. You want to make sure that they're giving you a little bit of a stretch, because if you find somebody that's completely within your comfort zone, you're not going to leave your comfort zone. And you're going to want to figure out what kind of leadership you do best with, which is another thing that's important. So like, if you know, you're somebody who's super easily distracted, buying a one-to-one self or sorry, a self-led program, probably not the best choice for you because you're going to start it and then you're going to fuck off and not finish it or you're going to be distracted and you're not going to wholeheartedly apply that same with if you know that you're somebody who needs to have the whip cracked to make you do the things a self-led program is not going to work for you yeah but it might be great in a group program you don't necessarily have to go straight to -to one-to-one so if you know that you love learning but then also having a sounding board and people for feedback hop into a group program see how you like it's often an easier way to test out having a coach in an environment where one, it's generally a little more affordable. And two, you have access to multiple other people that you can network with or teamwork with. Uh, And then again, if you're somebody who's like very pointed, you're like, I want in, I want to answer, you know, I want, I have particular questions. I want to bounce off of somebody who is where I want to be. I just want to be told like, not what to do, but like, I want to throw out what I feel like doing and get really good, solid guidance that's your one-to-one. That's where you know you need a one-to-one coach. And that if you want to, and you hear this phrase in the industry all the time, and I always roll my eyes at it, but I still use it sometimes because it is accurate. If you want to collapse time, if you want to leap in your life, that is when you would want at least a group program, if not a one-to-one coach, because you do, you really do cut down the time, like something that might take you two years to build on your own. If you're bouncing your, your ideas and your momentum off of somebody who is already there, you're going to be able to build it in a year, in six months, in eight months. You can collapse time in the <laughs> sense of you can get there so much faster when you're already speaking to somebody who's done it. And, right. and that's that's going to be the key. And I guess you could add that into something to look for is like, do not take advice from somebody who is not where you want to be. If you yeah. are at the point in your business where you want to break through the ceiling, don't necessarily look for people that are your peers. I'm sure they're doing excellent. I'm sure they have things that you can learn from them, but you want to hire somebody who is 
a little bit ahead of you. You don't have to hire somebody who's a multimillionaire if you're just looking to make a couple grand, but you don't want to hire somebody who's already making what you're making. They might be helpful, but they're not going to push you in the way that you need to be pushed. So like three to five steps ahead of you is great. You don't have to look for somebody who's a multimillionaire celebrity coach, but you don't want to be looking amongst your peers for somebody who is going to help you that way. Not to say there's nothing to learn, but you need them to be where you want to be. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Now, what about any signs you may need a life coach? <laughs> or a so coach in general, life, I think. Yeah, and that's the thing. Coaches, there's so many different niches in coaching. So, like, honestly, everybody should, everybody should probably have one sort of coach. <laughs> and I know that sounds so cliche coming from a coach, but there are so many things. But, yeah, like, big signs is burnout in general. Like, if you were feeling extremely burnt out, you can't find the answers, you don't know why that's a really good sign that you need a coach overwhelm or like not lack of direction because in all honesty, as a coach, I can tell you that I don't want to work with somebody who has a, like no direction because right. I can't give you one. <laughs> yeah. um, but when, when you have an end goal and your goal is here and you can picture it and then there's just a big old gap in between you and that, and you can't fill it in with anything. It's a really good sign. You need a coach because they've been there. They've made that path before they can give you that help you cry on the floor a lot <laughs> at your job, <laughs> that's probably a sign you can use a coach. Don't get me wrong. We all enjoy a good floor cry once in a while. But if it's like a consistent thing, you where need were you, where were you four and a half years ago? Uh, I probably should have got a coach. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, to... I know exactly the time you're talking about. There was, what did you say to me? You said something about like, oh, I just finished crying in the storage closet at yeah. work yeah and that's true though like when you're feeling that because it's true it means like your your body is done your mind is done you are done with the spot that you are in and you may just need that little push to get out of there so that's a really good sign that you need a coach if you are looking for and I know this is almost the flip side of what you wanted but I'm going to say a few things that you do not need a coach for so like if you're looking for a mental health diagnosis. If you are having strange symptoms that you want help with, that is not coaching area. If you are hiring somebody to try and purchase their results. So like I said, hire somebody who has what you want, but you're not buying their results. Right. So if you think that you can pay and have somebody be like, okay, you do X, you do Y, you do Z, and then you'll be making 10 grand a month. That's not how a coach works. A coach is there because you have the goals and the visions and direction and you need to be mentored to do it more the most efficiently and the and the most authentically that you can that's okay, great yep. if you just want to buy a path for me to be you don't need a coach i mean you need a coach but you you need to reframe your expectations before you hire a coach so look for authenticity look for someone who aligns with your values look for somebody who's going to stretch you do not expect to buy their results do not expect a diagnosis if that's what you're looking for and do not expect somebody to just hand you everything. A coach is a mentor or a guide. They are not a Sherpa. They are not. Actually, that's not true. A Sherpa is a better idea. They are not a taxi. <laughs> They're not going to piggyback you to your destination. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> so I would have signed up with like 15 coaches, you know. That's exactly time. it. At that point, I would have hired the multi-bajillionaire coach and I'd be <laughs> laughing. But that's not how it works. And you know what? You do... <laughs> It's one of the things I'm working on right now, but like you learn to enjoy the journey. You really do. Like I'm a goal oriented person. So enjoying the journey has been 
one of the things my coach is stretching me to do. And it really is, it really is worth it when you settle down into it and you celebrate yourself along the way. You got to celebrate those small wins. Yes, you absolutely have to. And that's super important with goal oriented people, because I find that we, I know, I know you're that way too. I know you're (laughs) like me this way where we don't stop to celebrate because we have so many goals that we do the thing and we're like, okay, cool. Goal number two, goal number three. And it's like, you can't do that. You have to celebrate yourself. Even with the little goals, you have to celebrate yourself. It's all part of the experience and is what makes doing this enjoyable. So I love it. All right, let's close it out with, tell me about any programs you currently have going in the making, future thoughts. I know you said your book, you have the three month plan, anything else? Yeah. So I have the three month is like my main one that I'm focusing on right now. There will be a six month option for people who one, want to continue working with me because I feel like once you found your, there's a coach that says this, Stephanie Houston, which she says like, once you found your home, mm-hmm. where it feels like home. So I do have a six month option available for the people who, when they find me and we work together well, and they see their life changing for the better, there is a six month option. It's the same kind of thing, except you get weekly calls. Just because at that point, we're like, we're in it for the long haul. We're hammering out big goals. So it's you get slightly more calls and a longer container, which just allows you to get like more support, higher level support over a longer, a longer time. So we can make bigger changes. And I will have a course coming out. It is a group or it will be a group course. I'm waffling six to eight week, but it'll be group. And that one will be centered specifically around kind of the stuff I was talking about earlier, like consistency, growth, and like self, self-talk, inner, inner work that way. So like the energetics and the strategy to right. get through burnout and to take yourself where you're looking to go. And I know that's very vague. The program's very much still in the work. So this will be probably the people hearing it on your podcast. It'll probably be like before I actually even start announcing it. So it's a little bit of a sneaky Ooh. peek here. But yeah, so that's kind of what I'm working on is like a group program. And it's going to be very, very heavy on like the boundary work, the internal um, energetics work, and then taking that and making it a structure to apply to whatever it is that your goal is at the time. And you'll get access to a bunch of people who are similar, similarly minded to help grow that. So those are my the main things. And then like you said, the book is going to be just a self published book, and that should be coming out hopefully soon. I have it off in editing right now. So once I get that back, I don't have a real timeline for it. I'm just waiting to get back and then I'll go from there. That's very, very exciting. Well, I can't wait to see everything that you release. Now let's play our fun game of this or that. And then I'll get you to plug where people can follow you and reach you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So some of these, I know you being an entrepreneur that like they might not apply directly to right now, but let's just like dial it back and think to, you know, the past experiences you've had. I feel like I already know the answer to this first one for you. Uh, stay, uh, start work late <laughs> or leave work early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to, I was going to be like, tell me what you think it is, but yeah, you're a hundred percent. You know exactly what it is. Start work late. hundred yeah. percent. If I could do anything later in the day that's your jam that's my jam like I I hate doing anything before like 10 a.m and even 10 a.m is pushy I like to wake up around 10 that's like (laughs) the sweet spot for me so yeah no start later I feel like I know these two these next two as well work from the office or work from home you know what that one actually work from home is definitely the preference but I do like a balance only because it keeps me a little bit more 
I don't want to say on my toes, but I can be more focused sometimes when I like leave the house and get out. It puts my mind into that mode of like, you're doing things (laughs) too bad. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta work hard. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. Whereas at home, like, it's not that I can't be focused, but you know, you get trapped at home a lot and then you're distracted and I have pets and partner and it's it's a lot. So both. Both. So both. Okay. Video meetings or in-person meetings? In-person meetings. Ooh, see, I was thinking I know. you were going to say video. I was going to say, I think I threw you off on that one. That is strictly because I have an incredibly difficult time focusing in like a virtual, like you've probably seen my chair doing a lot of yeah, this. Yeah, me, me too. I was doing yeah, And I've been shuffling like cross-legged, not cross-legged. Yep. <laughs> I have a wicked difficult time focusing in virtual meetings, whereas in person I can stay don't get me wrong I still am a little bit fucking space cadet but like I can stay a lot more (laughs) focused that's funny um an angry client or an angry coworker. Oof. I'm gonna say angry client for this one only because that's my jam that's what I do I walk people through their emotional management and their emotional regulation So having somebody come into their session angry or pissed off or having something come up that really like brings forward somebody's anger is exactly what I am here to help them work through. Even if that anger is at me, because it may be there's going to be times where people are maybe mad that, you know, whatever they were trying isn't working or that they're not seeing results and walking them through like where that comes from and why and how to manage it and like what the other alternatives are is it's what I do. It's what I like to do. Angry coworker. I'm not as experienced with because I don't have coworkers. <laughs> I have peers, even as a massage therapist, I have peers, but I don't necessarily have coworkers in the same way. So that's a boat I'm not super familiar with. And I feel like a coworker probably wouldn't appreciate it if you were like, do you want to do some emotional regulation work? <laughs> that sounds like, like a good way to fuck. get in a fight. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's like throwing hands. Like yeah, that's, there's, I don't think that would work. So I'm like, no, no, that's okay. You can keep your angry coworkers. <laughs> um, email or uh, conversation. I'm doing a terrible job of this or that. That has to be an either or it has to be because like, there's those times where people talk to you and you're like, this could have been an email. Yeah. Like, especially, especially in your line of work. I feel like you understand that. Like this could have oh, been an email are you wasting my time? But like, again, as a coach, like you can't just be like, Oh, your, your coaching session this week is an email. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. So I feel like conversation, if it's a real conversation, if you just need to update me on details, text that shit, email it to me, put it in a voice note. Do not under any circumstances, call my phone. (laughs) Do not ever call me. Don't do it physical work or mental work I can't keep seeing both okay mental work like if I had to pick one mental work because I feel like it's very important to engage your brain but you know me like I poll and I do all of I have a lot of really fun physical things that I would be super sad if I had to give up but like if you're talking like a job mental all the way there's a reason I'm not a construction worker that shit is hard <laughs> I'm not doing it yeah it's uh pep talk or a motivational quote I'm laughing just because as a coach like just imagine somebody's like I'm having a hard day and you're like 
everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? It's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. Thank I you. Would Bye. <laughs> I would no, die. Um, yeah, definitely like for a client, pep talk. For me, motivational quote, only because when I'm frustrated, I need to muscle through it myself mentally. So when people give me pep talks, I actually get really, I get more frustrated. It makes things, it makes things worse. Like, especially if it's a, one of the pep talks that's just full of like, like blowing smoke up your ass. I'm like, no, don't, don't. Like, I know, I know I'm smart. I know I'm good. I know I can do this. These are things I know. Yeah. I'm just angry. So I would need for me motivational quote, but like, yeah, as a, as, as a coach, absolutely pep talk. Like, I will talk you through it. We can regulate. But for me, motivational quote, so I don't get grumpy. A big company or small company? Yeah. Small, small to support, small to work in. It's just more close knit. You have more control. Um, you have more say. And I feel like you don't get lost in like the brand, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, I think it's important to have a large enough company or brand that you can include people in it and create a movement but I don't think that you want it to be large enough that you get lost behind the face of the brand, especially yeah, what I do. That makes sense. Education or experience? Uh, experience only because experience is education. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I want a doctor who learned from books. Absolutely. <laughs> like go to med school, don't practice. And then just be like, well, just gain experience to be a doctor. But like, hands-on is what makes you better like even as a massage therapist like I went to school but it wasn't until I was working and getting my hands on people that I became a good massage therapist because you can read all damn day about what it is that you're supposed to do but until you're doing it you don't actually know you don't have you have the tools you have the steps but you don't actually have the practical knowledge to make you good at it and make you efficient at it the other thing is that confidence comes from doing. This is something that I teach a lot because people think now I'm on a tangent. And this is a fun game, but sorry. People think that you you build up the confidence and then you do the thing. So you do all this mental work to build up the confidence and then you do the thing, but it's not true. You become confident by doing something enough times and teaching your brain that it's safe and that you're good at it yep. or that you will be good at it. You might not be good right off the hop. So experience. Experience. Okay. Loose guidelines or clear directions? Uh, for me, guidelines. And I think in general guidelines, because realistically life is vast and there's a million ways to do things that will get you from A to B. And there isn't necessarily a best way for each person because everybody learns differently and applies differently. But they need to be specific enough that they're not a riddle. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely loose. Uh, growth or security? Growth. Success. Um, or, oh, yeah. go ahead. Yep. No, I was just saying, like, to me, growth leads to security. Yeah. You have to be uncomfy first, and growth is generally not secure while you're doing it, but growth. It's true. Success or happiness? It should be both. <laughs> what if you don't get both? Which one? And you're doing something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I teach. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Okay, we'll skip that one. Skill or popularity? Skill or popularity? Definitely skill. You will become unpopular when you become very good at something. 
you will trigger some people, people won't like you. And honestly, being better at something than people pisses a lot of people off. (laughs) Yeah, hands down. And then last question, overly optimistic or overly pessimistic? Overly optimistic. (laughs) You have to be delusionally optimistic to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) This is You have to just believe that it's going to work out even when life is showing you that it won't. Because if, if you don't push through that, then it won't work out. And then is there anything to close it out, anything that you wish I would have asked you or anything that you want to leave us on a final, final note other than where everyone can find you? Just do the thing. And I mean, I know that that is, it seems so basic, but you are capable of so much. Everybody who can hear me right now is capable of so much. And I can bet a solid 90% that you are what is holding you back. So if you make the choice, you can do it. And I fully acknowledge that there are systemic differences. I fully acknowledge the privilege that I have had in my life and that many people have in their life. I'm not discounting that or discounting that some people have a harder time. But even when you start from less, if you get in your own way to begin with, if you tell yourself that you can't have it because of that, you will be correct. So do the thing. Do the thing. Start. Start before you're ready. Do the thing. And where can everybody find you? So I can be found on Instagram at Soulfire Coaching. That's S-O-L Fire F-I-R-E Coaching. And I can be found on Instagram. You can find me under Melissa Matson, But I do have a Facebook group that you can search Soulfire Coaching as well. And the group is called Souls on Fire. So that is where you can come to be a part of my community. The community is, it's for support, it's for celebration. So it's not necessarily a place that you, if you sign up, you have to be coached by me or even looking for a coach. It's for people who are goal-oriented and ambitious to celebrate and support each other. Because like I said before, I want to build something where people can each build their own empire. So if that's your goal, if you're building something, check out the Facebook group. Like I said, it's not, you don't necessarily have to be looking to be coached. It's just a great place to hang out. I am also on TikTok, Soulfire Coaching as well. That one mostly just leads back to my Instagram, but it's a fun place where I post a lot of videos and tips and tricks and just general life stuff. So those are the three places to find me. I don't have a website as of yet. I'm sure I will get one eventually, but those are your best places to find me. And when I do have a website, it'll be on those. So you'll already be in the clear. (laughs) amazing thank you so much melissa for taking the time yeah of course thank you so much for taking the time to come on and you know chat so much about coaching and (laughs) chat so much that's so accurate i just don't stop (laughs) no i loved it i loved it this is what i wanted you to come on and i mean i learned so much more about what you've been doing i know that you've told me but i i feel like i've gained a lot more and I, a better understanding to say the least so thank you so much for coming on and you know don't be a stranger if you ever want to come on again and plug your book or anything you know when you get that release don't be a stranger yeah absolutely no i love that it was super fun and you kept me on my toes a little bit so that was that was really really good so thank you for having me it means a lot and i love seeing you grow through this so this is this is the thing that you did and I'm excited to see you doing it. So, thank you. Thanks, Lissa. All right. Bye, Vibers. Bye. 
Hey again, Vibers. So Melissa actually does now have a website and it's up and running at the time of us recording. She did not. Her website is soulfirecoaching.my.canva.site and that'll be linked in the description of this episode. As well, I just have to say I hope everyone enjoyed their holidays and we'll catch you in the new year. So happy new year to my vibers. Love you guys. Well, that concludes today's episode and episodes for the year. Bye vibers.